The long and winding road leads us here to the doorstep of the postseason. One win, a little bit of help away from ending 17 seasons of misery. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Now, how many quarterbacks have you ever seen hurdle anyone? He throws. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Matt and Alex here on uh, on this week seven after the um, after the lovely bye week where did you get withdrawal symptoms of no football, Alex? I, I still think there is no football this week. I mean, it's the Miami Dolphins. Give me a break. <laughs> Like, I didn't prepare for this show at all. I'm currently eating all of the Halloween candy my wife bought for the kids. She fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. I'm just here eating Kit Kats. Um, all kidding aside, no, there is stuff to talk about this week. Yeah. Um, I did research, so don't hold that against me. Oh, uh, no, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant the listeners more than you. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I care not about your opinion at all. Uh Thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, joking. Um anyway, <laughs> yeah, um yeah, the Dolphins. This should uh if you're confident, this should be fun. If you're a Bills fan for anything longer than one year, this is a trap game in a sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean I was speaking with um with a colleague of mine who sits um pretty much next to me. He's a Dolphins fan. What? And and I, Oh, I'm looking forward to um, looking forward to Monday going in. Yeah. But no, he said he said we wish it. We should. He he still thinks that their game against um, against Washington, they deliberately went out to uh, sabotage. Um, sabotage the uh, the game. Well, if you do that, then you're not taking Josh Rosen out of the game, you know. Yeah, well, I mean they still got the Bengals, um, Bengals to play, so that's another uh, another week one game. Yeah, but I would say the Dolphins are ahead of the Bengals just in the sense that um, you know they have more picks and, but I mean I have no faith in either one of their front offices, you know. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I think. And Cincinnati's a better football team because they've had a lot of in- injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, they don't really know what they're doing over there. Did you see Cordy Glenn just got uh, suspended for one game? Yeah, no, I saw that. I saw. I was just about to bring um bring that up. Really, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I mean, we we gotta go in there cheating it just like a normal game. We can't yeah, go in there. I mean, I think we have the coaching staff to be able to do that. Um, they're going to keep them uh, accountable. The players, you know, there's no there's no ego on this team where they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to win. I mean, they know that they need to work hard every day. That's the kind of team that they built. So, mm. I mean, we'll, we'll go on to it in a, <clears throat> in a little bit with the um, – with obviously the injuries and what to expect from the Dolphins. But looking at – Looking at our injury report for it, I think there's pretty much not much that much Bills news apart from 
Ray Ray McLeod coming back onto the um, practice squad after being released for fumbling in London to replace um, was it Jordan Varsi on the practice squad. Apart from that, it's pretty much all all hands on deck for um for the Dolphins and look at the well, injury. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm worried about Milano's status and Taron Johnson's status. Um, those are the big questionables. Corey Thompson also for special teams, but. Uh, I mean, the big one is Matt Milano. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure that in any scenario, you can have a replacement-level player step in against the Dolphins and be just fine. Our defense isn't going to suffer without Milano in there. I mean, we would need to have, in order to be worried, we would need to have Hyde, Poyer, Tredavious White, all the linebackers and all the defensive tackles essentially uh, injured for this game to worry. Uh, yeah. So one player's not going to make or break it. So I would say sit out and get healthy mm, i mean especially with a hamstring those linger yeah i mean taron johnson he's been he's been full of practice all week pretty much so unless something really right. has happened yeah. i can i can see him come back but it's it's good that single terry has been full practice um tyler croft being full practice so hopefully he'll get his um long overdue debut in single terry yeah, i guess we finally get to see what uh, Brian Dable's offense is supposed to look like. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think I think it's good that we're getting. It seems like we've got the key pieces back. I mean, just looking at it, Inseki obviously missed the last game. He's been full practice apart yep. from Wednesday. Um, just a, just a which, rest day, if anything. Yeah. Uh, I can't really see anything else on there. John Ford. Uh, John Ford. Yep. Looking, at, looking at John Brown and Cody Forge directly right. underneath him on the injury report. But... Yeah, on Wednesday there was some worry about John Brown, but um, even then, without John Brown, I mean, just throw Robert Foster in there and it's fine. I mean, again, it's, I mean, I would even be willing to probably play Duke Johnson and Duke Williams. Sorry, now look at what you had me doing um, <laughs> in fantasy this week. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, my team is ravaged by injuries in any way, and like I had, re- I had relied on AJ Green coming back in week three or four, so uh, that and with um, uh, the what's his face from Dallas, Jesus, it's ten thirty. I should, my brain should still be on. Um, Gallup, Gallup, Amari Cooper. No, Cooper. Yeah, I mean, Cooper might be hurt. I mean, I've been rolling. I used an early pick on Travis Kelsey, which is why my wide receivers are lacking depth and Kelsey has not been paying dividends for me. So mm. anyway, yeah, fantasy, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about your fantasy team ever. Well, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed off with this patch. My home's getting injured. I, I had a choice to whether start him or, um, or Josh Allen. Yeah. Mm. And you should have listened to your gut and played Josh. Who told you to play Mahomes? You. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was me, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, last time in fantasy is player studs. You can't <laughs> worry about injuries. It is what it is. Blah blah blah. Blame Andy Reid, not me. True. I think that is one way to go. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm still six and zero in one league. It hasn't affected me. Well, hopefully, it hasn't affected me that much. But hey ho, that's the um. That's the fantasy life for people. Yeah, but uh, back to the the bills. Um, 
Yes. So when I want to look up a player's stats, I'll just Google their name and then find the Pro Football Reference link. Uh, I don't go to Pro Football Reference and then type in their name. So I Googled Josh Allen, and I clicked on News. And on October 7th, uh, this guy Curtis Rush from Forbes wrote a story called Josh Allen is growing into a good NFL quarterback, and maybe that's good enough. Uh, Good, kind of dickish, but a positive spin on Josh Allen. And then literally one week later, he writes another story titled Buffalo Bills Josh Allen lagging behind his 2018 draft quarterback peers. (laughs) What the hell, Curtis? What's the story? Is he good? Is he bad? Make up your mind. Please tell me how Josh Allen got worse during the effing bye week. Yeah. I mean, this guy's just writing clickbait articles. And the thing about Bills Mafia, we're going to eat it up. If anybody says anything bad about the Bills or Josh Allen, we're going to come and we're going to come after you. And that means clicks. So that's four for you. I'm assuming it's the same guy then uh, a couple of days ago posted um, about arm strength and didn't even list the top 18. We had Murray at the top, Mahomes at the top. Um, Brissett at number seven. No, yeah, that guy. Tom Brady uh, at 15. That's that, oh, that, isn't it? Yeah. Cian or I don't know how they pronounce that. Kieran, I don't know. No, I, I have but, no yeah, idea. If, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're out there on Twitter, you've seen Bill's people tweet against this guy. He's a giant douche. He's a troll. Uh, he knows he's under Bill's fan skin, so I think he deliberately left Allen off that list. Uh, if you're going to go anywhere for news, A, don't let it be Twitter, and B, don't let it be that guy. Yeah, I mean, for the for the listeners, I might actually just tweet it out. Just no, as... don't give the guy a platform. He doesn't deserve it. No? God. Uh, okay, fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, it... I, I don't know what... I don't know why... I mean, you've got the likes of Deion Sanders, D'Angelo Hall... And all that saying that the Bills could be the team to face the Patriots in the, in the um, championship game. And they're on the bandwagon. But then I'm sorry, but this douche is verified. I mean, I know I'm just back to I can't. This guy is the worst. <laughs> if he gets a verified, then we deserve a verified. Yeah. Maybe we, should, maybe we should start a petition. Get a petition on there to get if the anything I want to. I'd rather petition to get him off of Twitter than to get me verified. <laughs> well, no, we get the um, we get the uh, the group uh, verified. Get the uh, yeah. Verified. I mean, he does write for the Guardian, so whatever that means. <laughs> the Guardian. Mm, eh, eh, yeah. <laughs> Never really read it. <laughs> but he, no. he allegedly covers primarily the Bengals and the Patriots, so. Oh, if he's covering yeah. the I I guess covering the Patriots, you're just a built-in troll, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, Mike. Rod- the Mike, worst. Actually, Mike Rodak until we decide till we actually came up with credible sources and credible news about the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, let's talk about the Dolphins. Yes, they've got they're starting Fitzpatrick over Josh Rosen. My God, it's like this is obviously where you start, but like out for this team, where do you start? I mean, is there a single positive to talk about? Is there anything to be worried about? I mean, the biggest worry is are we going to beat ourselves, right? Yeah, I think 
I don't, to be honest, I don't think we will. I don't no, think- I don't think we will either, but um, there's th- my gut is telling me it's going to be like 17-14. Um, mm. But, I mean, to, to make myself feel better, I did some analysis on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Totally forgot he played for the Titans and the Texans. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so a statistical breakdown of Fitzpatrick real quick. Um, I've really been into this uh, advanced statistic uh, poor throw percentage because everyone just rags on Allen for that. Uh, Fitzpatrick's poor throw percentage is 22.9 this season. For context, Josh's is 14.1. So that's really good for us. Uh, In comparison, even, Patrick Mahomes is 20.9. So consider that a broken stat, but also I think it has to do with volume as Mahomes throws way more. Uh, yeah, and and he throws deeper, so those are low percentage in the first place. But um, I mean, last year was Fitz' best year on averages, um, possibly a system situation, um, because right now he's posting the worst stats of his career: high interception percentage, low completion percentage, lowest yards per attempt. Um, he's average against the Bills in his five career games. Uh, three and two, eight touchdowns, seven picks. But uh, I, I think it's safe to say he isn't going to hit his average, which is uh, 245 yards, 1.6 touchdowns, 1.4 interceptions. That's his average against the Bills. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to have him at 180 yards, zero touchdowns, and like two picks. You know, that feels the most comfortable thing. Um, mm. We all revere him, but he's bad, and the Dolphins are bad. So as long as we don't beat ourselves, yeah. I mean, I will admit that it's it's, it's sometimes when, when when we do face Fitzpatrick, it's knowing what he's done previously, especially when he was like a when he was at Tampa and what he can do. Part of me does kind of get a bit a bit scared because you never know what what Fitzpatrick is going to turn up. But if you look at his weapons, who's he really got? Exactly, Devontae Parker is a massive bust. I mean, if you want to go down, break break it down week by um, game by game. Uh, mm. So uh, we have nothing for 2018, nothing for 2017, but in 2016, um, he beat us twice, but that was a bad team. Yeah, um, that we had in 2015, we beat him twice. Yeah, that was an eight and eight Rex Ryan team. Uh, we beat them in week 17 to stop them from going to the playoffs. That was fun. I was at that game. It was a nail biter. And he threw three picks in the fourth quarter. And oh, my God, it was freezing. Um, yeah, I have to stop going. <laughs> well, I can't <laughs> right now, but I have to stop going to late season Bills games. I've been to like three games in a, in a blizzard. Um but my overall record is pretty good. Uh, and then the first meeting we had with Fitz, 2014, he played for Houston and he beat us. But um, I want to say that all these games are when he was in the, you know, the Michael Jordan just came back era of his career. Now he's in the, um, let's say, Michael Jordan playing baseball part of his career where he's bad and he's going to do bad and you can't expect anything. Yeah. I mean, if I've just got, I've got right now the injury report list, or a little bit of the injury report list um, for the Dolphins. 
I mean, they're going to be without starting safety, um, Rashad Jones and centre Daniel Kil- Kilgore. Kilgore, sorry. I know um, another team, I think. And potentially without a defensive end, Avery Moss. So that's already two starting players, starting defensive men and a centre. And they've got a whole host of, well, it could be nothing, but their starting tackle... Um, Jesse Davis has an elbow injury. Their wide receivers, Jakeem Grant, Albert Wilson, hamstring, calf. Not the other defensive end, Charles Harris, wrist, linebacker, Trent Harris, foot, cornerback, Xavier Howard, who they think should play. And if he doesn't play, I think we'll just boost up, boost our wide receiver core. He's struggling with knee injury. So... They've got quite a few injuries themselves. Yeah, that's a that's a deep injury list for a bad team. I mean, look at their I mean, just looking I mean, I don't know any of those guys you named, and just looking at their stats for the year, I mean, it's ugly. Rosen one touchdown, five picks, Fitz, two touchdowns, four picks. Um mm. combined completion percentage of fifty four point two, where their opponents are throwing seventy percent against them. That's yeah. fantastic for us. I mean, they're averaging 58 yards per game on the ground, um, uh, 200 yards per game in the air. I mean, that's feeding directly into the strengths of our defense, which is stopping the stopping the pass. And then once we do that, you know, putting ourselves in position to be able to stop the run because you can tell based off of uh, packages and whatnot. So... Yeah. I know we're not a big turnover team, but I mean, if we don't have two interceptions, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Well, I think Josh Allen, what do you need? He came out with a with a stat recently that he's every if he throws one or less or he has one or less turnovers per game in his 16, 17 starts, he's not, he's eight and one. So he knows that, but it's has got to be playing in the back of his mind when he does it that you you. You limit what you can what you can do on turnovers. If you're gonna get sacked, take the sack or just throw it away. Throw it away. Yeah. And I mean, this defense that we have is so good. If he just plays smart, I mean, I know that we want so desperately a franchise quarterback, and we all roll our eyes at the term game manager. But mm. I mean, with this with this defense and how great our run blocking is, if you look up a Pro Football Focus statistics on our run blocking, it's top of the league you know top 10 uh it's just really phenomenal yeah we just need him to not turn the ball over and we'll be fine and we'll be in every game if he just doesn't turn the ball over yeah i mean i say we you've got the you've got the stat that he his comebacks he, he as long as we're in the game you know that there's always going to be a chance in that fourth quarter with the, with all the comebacks that the bills could get the win out at the end of the day. I mean, people are saying... I don't even want to talk about the fourth quarter. If this game comes down to the fourth quarter, then there are some major problems. Yeah. I mean, the one thing they need to sort out, they need to sort out the first quarter and the third quarter. They need to come out that starting block as quickly oh, I think as possible. We, we, I think we come out strong. No, our problem is, is, is finishing the half and then starting, I think. It's two oh. and three, not one and three. No, I don't think it is. I don't is think it is. 
No, two. No, yes, yeah, 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 you know, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. Yeah, because... Um, this is what happens when I wrote the stats in front of me, but yeah, I do remember now, yeah. One <laughs> and three are bad. Yeah, because it was always two and four, because quarter two this year, we're the only NFL team so far not to have a shot, to not concede in quarter two. Yeah. Um, And obviously quarter four is when he, when he comes on the comeback, so... I just remember they, week one, week one, man, we came out so strong in the first... And then just got unlucky on those turnovers. So, like, ever since then, I feel like, oh, we're good at starting. But I, I, I can see it now. I have it in front of me, the the, the slower we've gotten in the first quarter. Mm. But I think I think if we get off to the good start, if we put them on the back foot where they're going to have to abandon the run, well, they're probably going to have to abandon the run after the first couple of, uh, first couple of attempts. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, their defense has nothing that makes me worry. Again, uh, on paper, this should be easy because as long as we don't beat ourselves, I mean, it's going to be really exciting to have Singletary back, and I think that's going to help a lot uh, in terms of uh, what we want to do because now uh, we've already been great at run block. Now we can run to the outside. Yeah, and that just allows so many more things for our offense to be able to do. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those good things. Uh, obviously, we've had Gore pretty much since Singletary's been out, single-handedly pretty much running, running the um, running the ball. Maybe you have Yeldon coming in for passing. Downs. Yeah, give that to Singletary. I mean, you you want him to be able yeah. to do that, so. Oh yeah, no. That's why. That's why he's having Singletary back in full practice is now is now good because you can obviously you can still give Gore for the time being until Singletary's had those maybe a quarter or two, maybe a whole game where he's just now readjusting back to it after the injury to have the relief on there. But I'm just hoping they use Frank Gore a little bit more whilst they're. Getting um, Singletary uh, back up and running because I say he's in my fancy team. I'm hoping he <laughs> scores quite a few points. This is but, real life, man. No, yeah. I, I want to. Um, uh, the way we were using Singletary at the beginning of the season was questionable, but mm. uh, and, I, and I think that will probably continue. I think he maybe only gets like 12 touches. Uh, I, I actually, as for as much as you know, Yeldon's like just meh. Um, I, I'm hoping that we see a lot of him, which is which means that we iced the game, you know. Yeah, I think there is. You're always gonna be. There's always gonna be ways. There's always gonna be guys that you don't want to see, but then they'll you can, they'll probably post up a good stat line. You're there thinking, now can you reciprocate it when you play, say, the Eagles, or is it just the one where yes. We've totally iced the game. We're up 40, 47 or whatever, and it's now the backups. But it's, it's one of those where you're going to say, are you going to let Barkley have a quarter if they get that far ahead after three? Or will you let Josh take the whole the whole game? When do you start the backups if it gets to a, um, gets to a washout? Um, with this defense, as soon as possible? Yeah. You know, if it's twenty-four nothing in the fourth, you know, that's probably not enough. It needs to be like what, 
What does it need to be at the beginning of the fourth quarter to give Matt Barkley the whole quarter? 35? 35? Nothing? You know, 35 points? Somewhere around that. Somewhere between... I'll probably say somewhere between 27 and... 27 and 35 points. You got to think that Miami's not going to score four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, you know? Yeah, so you probably... I'd probably say 27. If you get to 27... Yeah. Then I'd bring him in bring him in yeah. i mean it'll suck for me because i say i have josh allen in my uh again in my fancy team and i would love and to... again i'd rather they win <laughs> nobody cares about anyone's fantasy team um hey, i do i when mean I'm look six, at i do when i'm six and oh and could win the uh win the league against the other uk fan clubs that is nice to show them that we know more about football than they do which we probably <laughs> do um but yeah, the the fun the most fun thing I've had in researching the Dolphins is on Pro Football Reference, right at the bottom of the page, you get the touchdown log for yep. your team and the opponent's team. Yep. And the opponents have scored 23 touchdowns against Miami. How many touchdowns do you think Miami has scored this season? Well, I know there's three already because you said Rosen's throwing for one, Fitzpatrick's throwing for two. Um, they probably had a couple during the um, Redskins game, so I'll probably say four, five from oh, on three already, five, six. I'll probably say it's going to be single figures. Yeah, you're giving them eight. too much credit. They have four offensive touchdowns all year. Really? Sorry, four total touchdowns all year. Really? Bloody yeah. hell. How the hell did they beat? How the they hell scored, did they run? They scored... Uh, 10, 10, 16, and 16. 10, 10, yeah, that's true. 23. And uh, obviously the shutout against New England. Yeah. No, and uh, no touchdowns against uh, Dallas. Well, I was, I was right when it was single figures. Yeah, but it, okay. yeah, it's only four. So <laughs> to think that they could do that in, you know, a game One quarter. is just ridiculous. Yeah. This. In all honesty, should be thirty-two to six. You know, let's give them one. Let's give them thirty-six to ten. Really? You think they're gonna score on us? I'll give them one. Look, it's the NFL. These are grown-ass men. They do this for a living. They have pride. They're gonna try. It's Fitz. He's gonna look good for a drive or two. You know? Hmm. No, I, I, I think if they going to get any points i think it's going to be a field goal i can't i'm giving him one of those i think it would you're just saying be a... just field goals yeah i think well just field goal probably even just one all right so 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 the spread the infamous spread is 17 oh, what do you no, say we'll, i think i think that, i think we'll beat the spread yeah yeah i mean just say you're looking at you're looking at what they've got on offense. You say they've only got four touchdowns all season. I mean, yep, no how offensive many, line. How many how many Bills have got all, all season? They got question. what? Good Eight. question. They got about what, 15, 16 or so. Eleven. Okay, so we have eleven touchdowns. We've succeed, We've uh, allowed nine. And okay. One, and one on special teams and one an in interception. So 
our defense has only allowed seven. Yeah, so then in in that instance, you're looking at if we're talking about what scored, we're eleven to eleven to four. So we scored eleven, they've scored only four. Mm-hmm. So already you're looking at what six, seven, seven and seven touchdowns, seven points each, forty nine points. So we've already scored. Okay, during the season, it may it'll probably count for nothing. It's just stats, but we'll already have forty nine points more in the five games. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, it, this is a like I said. I mean, I'm going to reiterate the biggest point for me is blow them out. Mm. Show me that this offense can do it. Because yeah. if they can score thirty, then I feel good about when we have to play a good offense. Or mm. when we have to score more points, uh, just in general, to come from behind uh, in our big games, in our tests. Baltimore, if we can blow up Miami, I'm going to feel a lot better about being able to keep up with Baltimore and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, with with their starting safety, Rashad Jones ruled out, and Xavier and Howard, probably their, their best and only real quarterback questionable there's I think there's there's all chance that you're going to hit 40 and Josh Allen's going to get that final 300 game and where's a bit of wood I need a bit of wood yeah I, I'd, I'd love to see him complete a deep ball yeah you know I think with if Robert Foster's good to go I can see him. I can see him on the deep ball. I can see. Yeah, that but it's supposed ball. to be John Brown, you know. Mm, but he's, he's he's yeah. I mean, John Brown. Yes, you can blow the top, but he's his whole round game now has actually come come quite good. I quite like what he's actually um, doing. Coming back for the ball, something that we don't see that much from wide receivers or have seen from wide receivers. Mm. Zay Jones for for one, but. It's let's say each each wide receiver we've got has got different skill sets. You've got Cole Beasley, he can pretty much lose you just by a quick turn of the um quick turn of the ankles. Yeah, I so, wanna see Cole like have like ten catches and then that should set up Brown for deep. Yeah. So you got Brown, you got Foster running um running deep, you've got McKenzie who do deep can beat you in the intermediate and then you've got duke who will who will actually go up there and take those big balls high balls and the red zone so that it's it's like i like what they're doing on there i mean yes draft coming up you probably add another another sizable guy size and speed but again let's say we'll come to that when when it's nearer the time but I, th- I think it's going to be one where I'm going to have fun chatting to my uh, my colleague on Monday. Apart yeah. me, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Apart me now is that she's thinking, oh crap! I've now I've said that it's not going to happen, <laughs> and we're probably going to get smashed. Um, but I mean, there's no way we get smashed. No. I mean. Uh, a Dolphins fan will feel really good about themselves if they keep it close. Yeah. 
and that, that's on the and that's only because of our offensive uh, you know issues if there is any I mean our offense has been statistically very average and it's not below average so yeah, yeah. I just I can't imagine this being bad I don't want no. to you know well I'm gonna say there's I'm gonna put a stamp down I'm gonna give three three predictions for it. Ed Oliver is going to get his first sack. That's um, I can see that now. That's going to happen. He's been in the backfield. I mean, that tackle against Hunter, he- um, Hunter Henry, um, Derek Henry, against the um, Titans, the way he came back and actually um, stopped him for the uh, stopped him before he gained any more ground. I see him getting the um, sack. I think Jordan Phillips, the whole defensive line, is going to get. It's going to get a lot of pressure. So if you've got the Bills in your fancy, this defense in your fancy team, get them starting. Because I think oh that yeah, defense... of course. I mean, you got to think. You got to think. Uh, we'll get pressure, and Fitz is going to chuck it. There's going to be opportunities for turnovers. Um, and that's just going to put our offense in a really good place, probably on the field, to score some easy points. Uh, this this has to be a big game for our offense. Mm. I mean, there's there's so like I mentioned earlier, like the gut feeling of a Buffalo fan. There's a Twitter out there, yards per pass. If you follow them, they're a great read. They break it down. Said in 1992, the great Buffalo Bills lost three games where they were favored by ten or more. Um, so like, and that's just like that's what Buffalo fans do. We remember these things. We look up these things. We find a reason to maybe not doubt but like stay grounded in our optimism but then again that was 27 years ago um i mean think about the last time a team was savored by 17 and lost um yeah wait no that was us beating the vikings last year <laughs> um before then though no no hey before then though that uh the last time that happened was 1995 so realistically there's nothing to worry about yeah um I mean, I want them to cover. I really do. Uh, it's just my Buffalo-ness makes me think that they won't. Um, I just want Josh Allen to, you know, I don't need 300. I just need him. I just need no turnovers. That's what I need. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, it's going to – I can't see him – well, yeah – with Josh, you're gonna see a turn potentially a turnover, so there may be one on there, but as long as it's just that one, that I can I can live with that as long as he's now learnt from that Tennessee game where if you're running, you're sliding. If you're going outside the pocket, just throw it out, don't throw it back inside. Well, he said he learned from that, and then the week later he throws in the same play. So uh, he, he's still feeling like he needs to be Superman, and and, and I think that will come with time. Um, mm. And luckily he's had a really soft start to the season, and he's got some more, more soft games to be able to afford to make those mistakes. And I think that's really important, as long as the coaching staff does the right thing. And that's, yeah. hey, you got bailed out by your defense. Let's study this and let's not do it again. And then it's on him to be able to adapt to that. But a mm. gunslinger is going to sling. 
And um, it's hard to coach that out of a guy. You think they didn't try and coach that out of Brett Favre, you know? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't come easily. So, but at, at the same time, then he needs to start, you know, throwing four touchdowns if he's going to throw three interceptions, you know? Mm. And that's another prediction of mine. I think, I think Allen, I think his stat line is going to be plus 300 yards. He's going to get, he's going to get two, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. He's going to get over 300 yards, three touchdowns in the air. I think he's going to rush for one. That's my um, tidbit for the offense. Mm. Um, so that's why. Yeah, for, for, I mean, for as much as I want them to score all those points, and I, I've, I've said that they should, it's so hard for me to say that Josh is going to throw for 300 because uh, <laughs> I, I, they, I, I don't think it's possible because we haven't done it in forever. You yeah, know, like I mean, I, you watch you watch a Chiefs game and you're like, holy crap! You, but as a Bills fan, it's like, oh yeah, yeah that's that that just, that doesn't happen. We can't do that. Yeah, I mean, you look at you you can look at it, look at it that way, but it might it might even be this game will if if Josh does get over three hundred, it will show to him. It'll probably give him that motivation and give him that positive reinforcement that yeah, okay, it was the Dolphins. They're missing two of their star defensive backs, but mm-hmm. you they still manage to spread the ball and and actually get pick up over three hundred yards. All right, so, so you're hope. saying you go you go full Belichick and you just continue to pound. You don't take yeah. your foot off the gas. You don't play sportsmanship. That's not McDermott. McDermott's going to play sportsmanship. He's going to run the ball when we're up by twenty four. You know. <sighs> Yeah, but no, I, I think I, Dable might try and talk him out of that, but I think they both know that for the health of this team, uh, you want to get out of here healthy more than anything. I mean, a, a win first and then a, then healthy. So to be honest, the only time I see them, I could see them like icing the game out by running the ball would be the last two minutes in the third quarter and the all of fourth quarter. Yeah, but it it might be. I, as I say, yeah, you're you're probably right. He he is conservative in the way he wants to play. He'll probably run the ball even before they get 24 points. Um, but there's a stat I can't find that stat, but I had a stat where this season they've passed the ball about 70% of the time compared to about 20 20 odd percent run. Yeah. So now they've started to move away from last year when they were all run, or pretty much all run, and the old pass whilst Josh Allen was really settling in, to start to give Allen more responsibility, more throws and passing. So I could actually see that. Um, I could actually see that going the way where they're going to let him just play it out and actually give him that confidence, because that can only that can only really help him and actually puts a statement out. Right. It, puts, it will make a statement to the media, the national media, that, yes, Allen can throw for 300 yards. Yes, he can have a turnover-free um, game. Screw it, it's, it's the Dolphins, but you can only beat what's power in front of you. Yeah, you know, and I was wor- I was wondering about that was one thing that I wanted to talk about uh, with Taylor. Um, just anybody who was expecting her to be on um, 
with the Mahomes injury and news of his prognosis and with Kamara being injured, um, she got called away to work. So we're not going to have Taylor on to interview. But that's one of the biggest things you just mentioned is what is the national media thinking of the Bills? I mean, I don't try and pay attention to any of that. Uh, for my own optimism, I try and just keep it in, in you know, locally and just yeah. listen to my local guys. But well, yeah, uh, if we can have her on soon, I would love to be able to ask her that question. Yeah. I mean, we've had Michael Robinson. Everyone knows, every Bill fan's seen Michael Robinson actually doing the saying the Bills are going to make it to the um, to the championship. D'Angelo Hall, Dion, even Dion Sanders. I saw Dion yeah. say it. Yeah, I mean, but at a certain point, I think that guys will just copy other guys and copy other you know reporters and other women that are reporting it because it's buzz. It's it's a buzz. It's it's a buzz. You know, story. Yeah. Oh, look out, look out, here come the Sabres. You know, uh, I almost said Sabres, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, look out for the Sabres if anyone's paying attention. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to do a podcast about that. Let me tell you, since I've moved here, I have forgotten so much about hockey. Like, I still know who, like, the top guys are, but any up-and-coming guys and all the advanced stats about hockey, I have just lost all that. So <laughs> thank you, Ingram, well. for that. <laughs> But hey, well, the Sabers are what I think six and one, five and one, six and one, six six one one. Yeah, I'm gonna see them in two weeks in uh, Sweden. They're playing the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning for two games in Sweden. I'm going to one of those games, so that's pretty exciting. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, I mean, we'll we'll start wrapping it up here. I mean, yeah, we could talk a lot, a lot um, today about the Sabers. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, Sabers, yeah, and the Bills <laughs> just completely. Um, trouncing and squishing the fish yeah um, I mean, it, it, it's a great time to be a buffalo fan you know hashtag one buffalo um yeah. we're, we're we're having fun again it's been a long time yeah i mean i would like to put you on the spot with this with a score but i don't know if you're brave enough you know uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna turn over a leaf here and get rid of that Buffalo gut feeling. And I'm going to say it has to be 32 to 10, 34, you know, so it has to be, it has so to be. I've, I've been defending Josh Allen all season. Now is the time where I say, Hey idiots, he mm. can do it. I don't care. It's still an NFL team. It doesn't yeah. matter who he does it against. This is the game. Let's go. So you got him beating the spread then. Yes. All right. I'm going. I'm actually. I am actually going to put my uh, neck on the line. I am actually going to say that they can. They will break the forty point. I think it's going to be forty. Forty, yeah. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the injuries that that Miami have got, and I think this Bills team can put out forty. I'm. I, the defense will will shut them out. So I think. The only thing, only points they're going to get is going to be a field goal. So I think I'm going for 40, 40 to three. Allen to get over three hundred yards. Um, Ed Oliver to get his first um, first couple of sacks. And Ryan just, Talbot says the Bills are going to score forty. Yeah, me and him are cut from the same cloth. Well, at yeah. least this week. <laughs> but no, that's what. How That's many times the Bills have scored forty? Not many. I'll 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 tweet it when I find it. I'm not gonna find it in the next two minutes, but I'll find it. But 
I think, unfortunately, as as Alex said, we couldn't get. Taylor had to get called away um, for some breaking news and, and work, and we will we are in contact with her to get her back on at another um, another time. Um, but that's the that's the review. We've got we've got the review coming up on on Sunday. Might even try and see if we can get Rob back on. See his take as well. Mm-hmm. If he's a if he's around, um, but is there anything else you can you can think of? The Bills, I, I actually, all right, I got it. The Bills have scored forty or more points forty four times in their in their in their history. Um, most recently against Miami, obviously last year they did it twice last year against the Jets in Miami. Um, Nothing in 17, once in 16, once in 15, once in 14, twice in 2011, and everything before that's too old. Um, yeah. I would I would consider it to be, but yeah, um, I would say probably on on average we're probably below what the NFL like average oh, yeah. for 40 point scores, but um, yeah, let's uh, let's get another one. It'd be nice. Yeah. So I would I'm gonna say it there. I say. Uh, for for this time until next time, continue your um your support of us by following us on all social media. Download this podcast, subscribe, review, rate. Let us know what you um what you think. I mean, the, Give the, us your Kel- the Kelly area team. Sorry, the Kelly area teams only scored forty or more points fourteen times. You'd think that number would be a lot bigger, wouldn't you? Yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, again, it was a different league back then. Blah blah yeah. blah. People say that all the time, right? But as 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 I say, um, before that uh, that bombshell of a fact, um, <laughs> we we still want to hear your questions. I mean, the last fan show, the last fan episode was actually good. It got good reviews. We enjoyed it. We enjoy your questions for the games, during the games, after the games that we like to talk about. So continue with that. And the last thing I can, um, I've got to say is, uh, rather than go Bills, squish the fish. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Go Bills. Dolphins aren't <laughs> fish. And that's a wrap. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.